Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. All right, here we go. This is it. This is Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT. Yep, you are in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing with your time. I'm here today with my partner, Rich Barron. I'm Michael Bailey. Got a little bit different look here, but I want to teach you something here. Sometimes, you know, Rich, we've talked a little bit about this. It's about, you know, what is real leadership here? And the thing that we're going to be talking about is leadership in terms of legacy versus personality. Yes. So I to kind of say, you know, Rich, maybe we need to change up a little bit here. You know, let's not worry about our values, our principles, our legacy, our core purpose statement, any of that kind of stuff. Maybe we just need to shake it up a little bit with a little bit more personality. What, oh, what sure. do you think about that? I, I think personality's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. The question is, does personality endure over time? Is that the stuff? Is that the, the cement that holds it together? Or is there something else that has to do with legacy that the real what holds a company together, but really keeps that company going is, is a real foundation of legacy? What's the difference there? Let's talk about that. What's the difference between just personality and real legacy? Well, if you look at the culture of legacy, if you look at cultures who have legacy, they have deep roots. They have hard, hard founded principles of the drive that organization, that culture continuously. Uh, it doesn't mean they're stuck in their ways, but it means they're they're deep set in their they're deep set in their beliefs, deep set in their values, deep set in their conviction, and continue on. And and a lot of times this has been something that's been ongoing for quite a while. It's something that's just ingrained in in the organization about this certain culture. Now, personality for me is flavor of the day. You know, it changes. I I think as cultures of personality or leaderships of personality is, you know, what is the, the, the hip or the coolest, you know, clothing style of the day, if you will, or What's the what kind of car should I be driving or how, you know, what kind of phone should I be carrying around? Uh, that kind of thing. And it changes. It changes with, uh, you know, could be peer pressure, could be, you know, uh, pressures from the outside, social media, whatever. But it's not something that continually lasts. And even if there is a a leadership change, 
that leadership should have some kind of understanding of what culture is in place. How do I continue on with this culture? How do I continue to embrace this and add to it versus, you know, detract from it and change it based on how I feel today? Yeah, there's a lot to that because if you take a look at this idea of legacy, it's really built on a foundation of, you know, we know who we are. You know, we really do know what we stand for. Again, core purpose statement. This is who we are. These are our values. These are our principles. This is how we do things. This, And, and it is the kind of thing that can change with the times. There are things that just happen over time that you just need to adjust and that. But basically, they know who they are. Here's the deal. When you're going after the personality thing, what you actually do is you give up who you are for the expedient, the short-term success or the short-term yep. payoff. That's the problem here. Right. And see, it, and when, once you start making that move there, you move off of your values, your legacy. Once you start doing it and you start making these compromises over time, after a period of time, all you've done is weakened yourself and you don't even know who it is that you are anymore. That's the problem here. And right. so when you take a look at it, let's ask yourself, leaders, leaders, when it gets down to it, and it's got to be an honest assessment here, do you really know what your core purpose statement is as an organization? Are you really aware of and do you promulgate throughout your organization that core purpose statement, your values and your principles so that everybody in the organization, top to bottom, left to right, all, all through all the different levels here, does do everybody under, does everybody understand those and do they make decisions and do they accord their behavior accordingly to what it is that you say that you are, your whole entire this is who we are. That's really the, the trick here. That's really the trick. And what it is that we're noticing is this. This is a frightening, this is a frightening uh, thing to actually to take a look at this. Is that um, how were we talking about this? I can't remember if you were and I were talking about somebody else. It's only like three percent of today's college graduates actually look at leadership as something that is really important in a business. Yeah, that's a frightening thought. If we only have three people, 30 percent thinking three three percent rather three percent. Let me get that straight. Three percent that think it is. What is it? What's the alternative here? And if and if you as an organization don't know what you stand for, and your leaders don't understand that, or they don't know how to communicate that to the people that you're hiring on here, what's the possibility of your organization even surviving? over time. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that, Michael. I, you know, driving in uh, in my car this morning, I was listening to uh, this, uh, our local talk radio station here here in Utah. And uh, there was a, a, an ad come on for a local, for a university MBA program uh, in leadership. And this, this person came on and was talking about leadership and how it's not something that happens overnight. It takes time. It's not a two or three day seminar. It's not simply a book. It's not simply anything like that. It's a cultivation of those skills and those talents and those beliefs and those behaviors over time. It can't be created immediately. So developing these skills is exactly what it takes to develop culture. It takes time. It takes dedication. It takes focus to cultivate the right 
culture and leadership. You know, um, there, and you, there, you said executive coaching is not easy. No, it's not. It it's is difficult. It, it's a not that, you know horrendous and torturous and all those kinds of things, yeah. but it is it is difficult because it's the kind of work, Rich, that people have just never done. Yeah. They've never learned how to do it, so they've never really gotten good at it. And it takes dedication, and it takes focus, and it takes uh, sacrifice. You know, that's a word I don't think we we talked about much, Michael, uh, on this show, but it takes sacrifice. There's certain sacrifices that need to be made by leaders to, if they're truly dedicated to building a solid organization and team. There's personal sacrifice. And that's, the words, that's to be difficult. Yeah, but to the words are phenomenal. That's right. That's right. So, so when we talk about the easy answers, we just change, you know, to a different kind of personality that's yeah. expedient to give us a quick rush, a quick fix. And then after that, we go to a different personality and another one and another one. We really lost our sense of who we are as an organization. Yeah. What is it that we offer? May I take a look at what do we really offer those businesses out there, those leaders out there to get back and figure out who you are, what you are about, why you're there, not just for the job or the money, but really what's this organization about and what is it you can do to make sure you're making your contribution to the legacy? How does that really work? Let's kind of un up, unwrap that one, shall we? Where do we start? I, th I think the first question there is who are you as a leader? What's your starting point? Who are you right now? Are you willing to really open yourself up to find out? Or is it just you're going to stay with the assumptions of who you, you are? Because really that's until you until you find out, until you take that step to truly find out who, what make what makes you drives your leadership ability now. It's an assumption. It's simply an assumption of who I am. Yeah. But when you open yourself up to these uh, to this this coaching and the same thing goes for organizations and culture. You truly find out who, what you're made of. Then it's, it's deciding how am I going to get to that next level? Because I'm really not where I, I thought I was, but I want to be where I thought I was. I want to be to that next step and I want to be even better than that. And so there there's. First thing is, is are you ready to find out who you truly are? Are you ready to find out who your what your organization is truly, truly thinks of you and the leadership and the culture? Are, are you ready for that? That's right. That's the biggest statement of, of all to just that initial. Are you open? Are you open to possibilities? Are you open to new opportunities to educate? and to grow and to develop into the leader that you really can become. I'm going to misquote it, not misquote it, but I'm going to paraphrase it. Uh, Isaac Asimov, a great science fiction writer, great, just a genius of a guy, said essentially this, education is nothing, is something that never you ever complete. It's an ongoing thing. So if you happen to be thinking, I, I know it all, I got it all handled, you probably really don't. There's probably more that you can learn. And that's on one hand, kind of like we're not going to blame you for it, but it is an op it's really an invitation to see the opportunity of who more you can become as a leader. And, and then in turn, how more you can benefit your organization. 
Because yes. then some interesting synergy starts to happen because if you block that initial, let's do a cultural survey on it, on your organization. If you block that, what you're really saying is, I really don't care. I don't care to know. I have no curiosity. I have no interest whatsoever. Everything's fine the way that it is. Then you need to start taking a look at some other statistics that like turnover and so on and yeah. so forth. Talent, well, let's, talent let's, leaving. Let's talk about that very thing because we see that right now. We know some some that's that's going on in some organizations. Now, if you think about um, not wanting to really look at what your company culture is, you've done these assessments, you've seen them come back, you didn't like the answers, and maybe you addressed it, maybe you didn't, but you hit them. So what happens is these these organizations that have facilities all over the country or all over the world with uh, with maybe a corporate you know, center, corporate office. And what's going to happen is if you don't cultivate that culture across the board, not just within the corporate office, but everywhere, and you, you, you take that culture and you, you make sure it goes everywhere the same, what's going to happen is each of these places are going to develop their own culture. Yeah. If you have, and, and, and it may not be a good one. It may be something that doesn't uh, go by what your actual standards or your core purpose or any uh, uh, mission uh, statement, vision of the company. That's going to if you don't actually cultivate that culture and focus on making that across the board, you're going to see several subcultures develop that may not be good, may not be the one that is is directed at the company. And so when you try to change that culture, then you're gonna get a lot of pushback. The the point about this is, is when you do those cultural assessments, there's steps to this. The first step is getting the, the senior leadership team on board. There you go. Getting them on board before you send out the assessment. Letting it, making sure they understand that this is what, and everybody being on the same page. And if, if it comes back this way, you know, what are you going to do? What do you, how are you going to address this? What does that tell you? Now, see, we watch for clues and signals and signs, not like, you know, from the, you know, star stuff, but people are giving out signs and clues all the time about their behavior. I mean, that's what we watch for as right. So what's really being the message that's being said? And if you've got somebody in your C-level team, "Ah, I don't want to do that. That is a signal. And you should pay close attention to it. Why don't they want to find out? What is it that's going on? What is it that they're protecting? Why aren't they going along with why? Let's find the best ways to do that. Of course, they won't say, I don't want to do that just because. But they'll have some sort of reason why they just don't want to go probing around and, you know, turn on that flashlight in the dark rooms. There's something up. And that's when you start getting a clue as, is this person that's on my C-level, are they really in on with me on the C-level, what we've got going here? That's yeah, the they, they support they yeah. And you see how they react to that. Again, yep. it's protecting, we're right, we don't want to look up, make ourselves look back. Any of that kind of stuff, that's telling you, you may not have on your team, somebody who really is a player on your side, you may have somebody else got something, somebody's got something else going on all together. Yeah. You know, the other the other important part of this too is Michael, is have someone do this for you. Don't don't do this yourself. It needs to be a completely unbiased outside report. 
So when you do this assessment and it comes back, that report's completely unbiased. It's, it's not changed. It's presented to the board. This is this is what we hear. See, this is what we uh, we have that we have that tool. We have all of these tools that we can we can bring to bear. But when then that's where the rubber really hits the road. This is what everybody's saying. You've now given your company a voice. You've given your employees a voice. Now, what are you going to do about that? They have some issues to talk about. Are they legitimate issues or is, is this something that you're just not going to pay attention to because, dang, that hurts? It comes down to some very simple principles. Again, very simple, yep. simple. Leaders, do you have the courage to take a look and see what's really going on? Do you have the courage? Do you have the courage to do that? Or are you fundamentally afraid? And fear comes in a lot of different flavors. Absolutely. This, 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 this it's not important. It's no big deal. Or, you know, I, I don't I don't have the time right now. You probably never do have the time. Did, or you never will have the time for it. Or, well, we'll get around to it or whatever. But you got to have an honest conversation with yourself. And that is this. You have the courage to see the truth. You have the courage to follow through on what it is we find out. Yep. You have the courage to start it all over again in some areas to build a great organization, great leaders, and great, you know, great departments. You know, that's that whole thing going on. You can't get around it. It just simply takes courage. Courage. And yeah, and building that legacy, folk continuing on with that courage. You know, we talked a lot about this. Fear is a reaction. Courage is, is, is a decision. It is. It's a decision, and it's not an easy decision. And the same thing goes for your personal leadership skills, not just culture, your personal leadership skills. Are you ready? You know, the question, you know, that's a good question. Are you ready? And or, if you aren't, yeah, what's it going to take for you to get ready? Yes. And putting your head in the sand and blaming other people and any of that other nonsense that keeps you from really, you know, moving ahead with some clarity, clarity and some conviction and some real commitment to take courageous and bold action. It, you need to handle that. That can be real stuff, but it doesn't take you forever to handle it. Get it handled. In fact, we can help you get it handled so that you can then start making the brave, bold moves forward to making it the kind of relationship that you want with all your organization and your, your leaders and in turn, you know, yourself. You've got to change first. That's what it really comes down to. You have the courage. So how do we get these folks to change? Where do they go? Well, show us. How do they get a hold of us here? Well, I'll tell you, executiveleadersactilec.com. We've got the tools. We've got the resources. We've got the desire. And we want you to come work with us. We, we want to help you. We absolutely love it. And if, 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 even if it's a conversation that doesn't go anywhere. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be an enlightening conversation. It's going to be a conversation you'll probably enjoy more than you're actually aware of. You might think, well, this could be kind of a comfortable, da 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 da, whatever it is, kind of a thing. But I'm telling you, what's going to happen here is this: that um, it it begins with a relationship. All change begins with a relationship, and have somebody that you can trust and can work with that doesn't happen over time. I mean, over automatically, but it happens over time. If you get, if you're willing to build that and look for that relationship, um, that's when the real change starts to happen yeah. here. So, yeah. 
So we just got a great comment come in by our good friend, Ronnie Shoemaker. All right, Ronnie. A phenomenal leader and coach. And he he actually, he absolutely hits it on the head here. Courage versus fear, one must choose. You can't live on both sides of the fence. You got to choose. Listen, who are going to, thanks, Ronnie. Appreciate that a whole lot. Who are going to call out today and just give them a big howdy doody? Who should we who should we talk and say where these people somewhere in the world that's watching us? Who should we say uh, thanks so much? I got a number of them we got here that are pretty, look pretty good. Well, let's let's uh, call one of those out. How about I, I'm going to say I, I, I apologize ahead of time if I'm mispronouncing it. Poon Maharashtra. Somebody who's out there is watching us. Somebody's downloading our stuff. Thank you, thank you for joining us and being part of our organization. There's another one. I don't even know where this one is. Maybe you do. Hackney, Hackney. Where's Hackney, Hackney? We got to find that one out. That's probably in 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 uh, Great Britain. Maybe we got to find that. Out. We got some great people out there. Yes, they, we do. So, howdy, how you doing? Thanks for joining yes. us. So, we've done our deal here. So, we're gonna get rid of the personality stuff. Right. Go back to the legacy. Let's help you build that great legacy. Let's get you back to your roots. And we need to change things up to make it even a better organization, changing up those roots. We can help you. Okay. So everybody, once again, we are at the end of another awesome mainline executive coaching. And I got to say awesome because the, the leather jacket that Michael is wearing and the sunglasses has made it that much more awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good night, everybody. We we sure appreciate you and uh, take care. All the best to you, folks. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.